0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Well, let's call it Go With The Flow Friday. Decisions are to be made. Games are to be played. Bottom line, everybody's out to get paid. It's your boy, OG. And if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for Talking In lamest Terms. Draft numbers are in, and the picks left, no doubt. This not the casino, but last night was what Betting Black is all about. Ching Ching, congratulate to the first rounders, let's start it off with Friday's quick, quick Hits. Let's dive right in. All right. I know the draft is the hot topic. We'll get to that in due time, but, you know, we got to break it off with these Quick Hits. So let's start with Lamar Jackson. Finally got the bag. $260 000, 180, 260 million over five years with 185 guaranteed. Now, people, is it just me, or is this basically what he was asking for? I mean, he didn't get the 200 guaranteed, but $260 million still puts him over Jalen Hurts. Jalen went to the Super Bowl, but he hasn't won an MVP, so right now he's the highest-paid quarterback. But I'm, like I said, Rico fall gone with the hard feelings and the backlash and all of that, if you had just gave the man his money. And these guys are talking about, oh, Lamar's a proud black man, so, I mean, he's a black man. Pride's all we got. I'm glad Lamar got his money, and with the additions they got in the draft, this should be uh, this is gonna be great to watch this year, uh, barring injuries. This this is gonna be great to watch. So congratulations to Lamar. I love the caption on his Instagram where he said, "Got him," <laughs> and he did. And once again, congratulations to him. Also, the Aaron Rodgers saga is finally over. He's finally come out of his cave with all the excuses, and he's a Jet now. He's officially a Jet. All, all the posturing is over. All he needs to do is show up and win. That's all he can do and show up and win. I would hate to think that he would show up this year and they lose because you probably won't see him again. He, he said he wants to be there for more than one year. I'll believe it when I see it. But well, Like I said, congratulations to him. You're going to have to show up and show, up, show out It's New York City, baby. (laughs) Number three, okay, we got the the Bengals. They also picked up Joe Barrow's option, but as you will notice, there are no details. There's no how much money he got or anything like that. Hmm. Think Lamar had anything to do with that? I do. Then we're going to go to the Vikings. Also picked up their option on uh, Justin Jefferson, and why wouldn't you? He's arguably the best wide receiver in the league. I mean, a couple of people battle him out for it, but yeah. He's special. And then surprisingly, the commanders did not pick up the option on Chase Young. What gives? Do they know something we don't know? Chase Young is a monster. I understand he was hurt for the whole year. He didn't really get out on the field. But not picking up the option? Hmm. I don't something something's kind of fishy there. And then you don't you don't know how his psyche is gonna be. He's a I'm gonna prove myself guy. But I mean, internally, you were thinking this, this, this uh, organization had your back and then they don't want to pick up your option? Hmm. Jerry Jones is looking at this very carefully. That's all I want you to think about. Then we going down to Colorado, up to Colorado, Coach Prime, and a mass exodus going on from Colorado. He told you, he told these guys what the plan was going to get in that portal because the Louis luggage was coming. And I guess they didn't believe him. After the spring game, which was sold out, he he even got rid of some of the old Jackson State guys. So it was nothing personal. He he knows what he's got coming down the pike, and they started coming as as soon as the, the guys start exiting. I mean, some of the things couldn't be Prime knows what he wants. And if you're not what he wants, he's gonna get you up out of there. They like he said, in Jackson State, he turned over like seventy kids. Seventy kids. He told them from day one what it was about. Now they're all acting like they didn't know. Well, now you know. Now you know. You stand back, watch them work. The haters gonna hate. And Matt Rule, I wouldn't want to be you. Like I said, Dion's motto is kill a gnat with a sludge hammer. And you on the clock. hate to be you, second game of the season. And as he says... He coming. All right, we're going to switch to some NBA news. Uh, Kawhi, listen, Kawhi Leonard has a torn meniscus. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Kawhi walks around like a 75-year-old man. Uh, the, the Clippers can't catch a break with Kawhi or Paul George. They're saying they're behind them. They don't know what they're going to do. But if these guys are not playing games, it's going to come a time, the fork in the road, where you're going to have to cut ties. Uh, luckily, all that money's guaranteed, so... But this next next collective bargaining, we don't know how that's going to be. I'm sure the players with the more money, there's going to be more incentives in their contracts, especially on playing games. You just can't save a guy for the for the playoffs because you got fans out there that want to see him, not just in the playoffs. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I wish Kawhi uh, much luck, but like I said, it's just sad. Then, M.A. Adoka... Has been hired as the Houston Rockets' new head coach. Imagine that. Who knows real, what really happened in, in Boston? Because nobody's really coming out and saying what, what happened. All I know, he got the, the, the broad end of the deal. They, they put him on Front Street, and the other uh, person involved, I mean, I, I guess the name is out there now, but it wasn't played up the same way. But let me tell you something, you may. Coming here to Houston, the women in Boston and Houston are totally different. If you fell in love with that lady in Boston, you better put shades on when you come to the stadium here, bruh. Ain't nothing nice. Get your faculties in order and be a professional. That's all I'm saying. Then we got Banchero from the Duke standout. Uh, wins the rookie of the year. It was no doubt he had a stellar season. But all these Duke guys are coming from Duke, uh, full range of Duke guys who haven't won anything. All that talent, and they they can't win anything. Other than Kyrie and Shane Battier, name me a Duke guy that wants something. So guys coming out of high school wanna, might want to rethink going to Duke. That's all I'm saying. Armani Bates also enters the, uh, Bates enters the NBA draft. Uh, he was in Central Michigan. He was supposed to go to Michigan State. Then he ended up in Central Michigan. And then he ended up with uh, Penny Hardaway in Memphis. This kid, talented. Why talented, he has a lot of growing up to do. Uh, hopefully he lands in a good spot. I'm, I have no doubt that he's going to get drafted. But what is, unless he has a good support system around him, He's G-League bound. I don't see him being on the the day one roster. He's G-League bound, and hopefully he he gets it together. It's nothing to do with on the basketball court. To me, he's a little bit overrated, but he can play. He's going to have to put on on his big boy pants to play in the league, or he's going to be out of there. Talent is talented. His talent is not overwhelming enough. They're going to overlook the stuff that he's been doing off the court. So we're going to see. My advice to you, Imani, grow up, and grow up fast. Moving on, uh, the women's game, uh, college Haley Van Lith transfers to LSU. The Louisville guard, who uh, sparked controversy when her and the Longhorns guard got into it in the tournament. Uh, you know, she's a little fireplug. She can play, and she'd be great for Ken Mulkey's system. Now, you still got Angel Reese there. So whose team is it going to be? Uh, we're going to see coming up, they should be, uh, I think it's. They, they're going to be good. They're probably going to be ranked top five. I don't think they're going to be uh, the number one seed coming off the championship, but they're going to be good, a very good team with her. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, Oregon's point guard transfers to South Carolina. Dawn Staley in a rebuilding mode, but we don't know who she's got coming in either. So we'll see. And last on the basketball note in WNBA, Brittany Griner will no longer play international basketball. And why should she? I mean, she was targeted. I mean, maybe a little lapse in judgment on her part. But I wouldn't want anything to do with anything overseas. I don't even know why she went back to Phoenix. Because still, me, myself, I don't think she was... uh, Had enough support from the WNBA, her team, even some of her friends. Diana Taurasi, I'm talking about you. But like I'm saying, I'm I'm glad she's not going back over there. Because people get it misconstrued about going overseas. Americans, we're the most hated people in the world. And for the life of me, I don't know why some people don't understand that. Watch the news for one day. You'll figure it out. Moving on in Major League Baseball, the Astros. Uh, shut down the Rays 14 game home winning streak. The Rays came out the gate smoking hot, but defending champs knocked the 14 game winning streak out of there. Uh, Dusty has the guys on the on the right track once again. Uh about to contend for another title. Uh the Pir- the Pirates reach a nine year deal with uh Mr. Reynolds for 107 million. And uh Justin Verlander. He's set to start for the Mets for the first time this year after uh his rehab assignment. Moving on more in baseball, uh Mr. Tatis is back with the Padres after his drug suspension for PEDs last year, but not at the shortstop position, he's playing outfield right now. That Padres team is loaded. They get enough pitching in there, they're going to be contenders. The Dodgers have a problem. And then finally, uh, quick hits, Shane Otani, the Angels superstar pitcher slash slugger. I got one question. He almost hit for the cycle last night. Why hasn't anybody drug tested him? He's just coming over here, hit, knocking the cover off the ball, then pitching, you know, sub part, uh, ERA. He's killing it. Why hasn't anybody uh, drug tested him? If a bas- NBA basketball player scores over 50 points, they're getting drug tested. This dude is doing outer-worldly things. Where's the drug tests? I'm just saying. Okay, now we're going to get into what everybody wants to talk about. The NFL draft last night. Everybody uh, hunkered down in front of the TV to see if their favorite player goes to their favorite team. But for the NFL, I got a couple things I need to get off my chest. First, the black quarterback takeover. I told you. I told you. If you listen to the show, now you know this Will Levitz from Kentucky, he knows too. 16 black quarterbacks is going to start in the league next year. That's half. That's half of the league. The takeover is coming. And you heard it here first. Will Levitt's sorry, Charlie. And the pundits, I noticed once again I've been on them or banging on the the black quarterbacks. The pundits always want to tell you what the white quarterbacks can do. But they always tell you what the black quarterbacks can't. Imagine that. Imagine that. Watch and listen. They do it all the time. On a sad note from the draft, I was happy that the guys got drafted wherever they got drafted. I mean, it's a dream come true. It's life changing and all that. But one note made me sad. It made me very sad last night. And I noticed it in high school, the college, and now with them going pro. One thing that made me sad last night, looking at all the the ones that were in attendance and the ones at home, where were the dads? Where were the dads? Brothers, we got to get it together. And I don't care even if the the parents are not together. If you and your son's life for whatever reason, if y'all not together, you you needed to be at that draft party. It was nothing more important than that. And I'm tired of seeing the disconnect. I'm a girl dad, so you know I didn't get to go. I didn't have a son, so I didn't go to get to go to baseball, football, basketball games. But I mentor a lot of a lot of boys. You know what I'm saying? So, but still, my daughters were on the dance team and the thing you can do as a as a father doesn't matter about coming to just be there for your kids i want my i know way more about dance than any man should know cuz both of my daughters were on the dance teams and when i went to a game yeah i was there to see the football game but i was there to support just support just to see me i i mean i used to embarrass them sometimes they'll tell you but it was all love but the one thing you can do for your kid that my father did for me would we'll just be there every day. It doesn't matter. I didn't go to all their things, but I was there for 95% of it, goddammit. So let me tell you, being there means a lot. And as fathers, we got to get it straight. Not just girl dads. I saw all those young men walking across the stage last night. Their mothers beside, on their side. Where are the fathers? You need to be there too because she didn't have you by herself. Come on, dads. Let's get it together. All right, that's all I gotta say. That's how to get off my chest. Now let's jump into this. Uh, <clears throat> this draft. Number one, Bryce Young. Who didn't know Bryce was going number one? You're crazy. Bryce went. Bryce went number one to Carolina. Then we had C.J. Stroud. He went number two to the Texans. This bite. What everybody thought that he was going to jump Bryce and go number one. Let me let me tell you. Bryce played against that Georgia defense three three times a year. C.J. had a good showing against them once, but Bryce beat them. So if you want to get into your bag about who really should have went number one, yeah, C.J., you're a good quarterback, but you ain't Bryce. Number three, the Texans. Trying to make a big statement when they got Will Anderson from Alabama. the Big safety. Uh, D'Amico Rhiz, uh, I was skeptical, oh, s- skeptical about him coming here. I really didn't want him to come here because of the culture, but he played here, and he's st- he's he made a big statement with that one coming up and get Will Anderson at three. So the Texans are doing a little something. And then number four, what solidified my takeover of the black quarterback was when the Colts came up and got Anthony Richardson the project, if you will. He'll project, but the new coach, Steichen, had Jalen Hurts. Richardson is not as polished as Jalen Hurts, but he's a better athlete, better arm, faster, stronger. So what do you think he's going to do? Why wouldn't he hitch his wagon to him? That was the thing. I was like, are they going to just, you know, go with the status quo and give Will Levis a shot? Or is he going to hitch his wagon to a guy like similar to Jalen Hurts? And he did the right thing. He hooked his wagon to Anthony Richardson because he wants to be a coach more than two years. Good pick. solidified to take over the black quarterback. Number five, Seattle took Devon Witherspoon. This was supposed to be the pick that uh Carter Jalen Carter from Georgia was supposed to be at. He didn't get there. And if Pete didn't take you, the free fall started right there. But Devin spoon, good corner. You better buckle up your chin strap because he'll knock your socks off. Good pick by Seattle. Then we had Paris Johnson at number six. The offensive lineman going to Arizona. Another good pick. You got to protect Kyle Berry. At number seven, we had Tyree Wilson. Defensive end going to the Raiders. We don't know if that was a good pick or not. The Raiders are in such disarray. We, we don't know. And then at eight. John Robinson went to the Falcons. Everybody thought the Cowboys were going to come up and get him. I wish they had him. I'm kind of mad about it, but uh, he's going to be great. didn't matter where he went. He's going to be great. If you ever watched them on film, he's spectacular. Then we have the free fall in the draft. Jalen Carter went to the Eagles, which is unfair, but he, he dropped. Let me tell you something, young man. Humble pie does not taste good, and you had to eat a whole lot of it dropping down it's not a wonder that you didn't drop further because your actions prior to the draft you should your ass should have fell all the way down to like 20 or something this is not a game life is not a game people don't get the opportunities like like you got last night and all that crying yeah you should have been crying you should have been on your knees thanking god and, and thanking your mother for being there for you with the shenanigans with the drag racing and the two people getting killed, and then going to the combine and not being able to finish the workout. Come on, man. You got to do better. Uh, you're going to burn a bunch of vets, so you better get it together. Because when you step in the lines up there in Philly, nobody's going to be able to save you. I'm not on my soapbox, but I'm tired of these young kids thinking it's a game. It's not a game. It's real life. Get it together. I wish you luck. Then at number 10, we had Donnell Wright. Going to Chicago, the offensive of lineman. Yeah, Justin Fields needs some help. Uh, at 11, we got Peter Skorowski. He's going to the Titans at guard. They need a quarterback, so I don't know what that was about. You can't protect nobody if they. Anyway. Number 12, we got Jahani Gibbs, running back from Alabama, going to the Lions. Uh, that backfield is going to be thick. They already have Deontay Swift from Georgia. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. At 13, we got Lucas Van Ness going to the Packers, defensive end. <laughs> they needed a tight end or wide receiver. With Aaron Rodgers gone, that's going to be uh, interesting to see. At 14, we had Broderick Jones, defensive tackle, going to the Steelers. At 15, we had Will McDonald going to the Jets, linebacker. They really needed an offensive line. How are you going to take Aaron, protect Aaron Rodgers? Because if Aaron Rodgers goes down this year, you're done. You know that, right? And, you know, the Jets have a defensive coach, so he's going to draft defensive players. At 16, we had Emmanuel Forbes going to the commanders at quarterback. cornerback. They, read it, they needed the corner. Also a defensive coach. Uh, also, that was a good pickup for them. At 18, we had Jack Campbell going to the Lions. Linebacker, I don't know why they made that pick. At 19, we got Kalaji going to Tampa. He's a defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. He's the Aaron Donald prototype. They're pretty much the same guy. He's maybe a little bit bigger. He's going to be one of those players to watch. At 20, we had Jackson Najoba, the uh, wide receiver from Ohio State. is going to Seattle alongside uh, D.K. Metcalf. Great pickup. Geno's got somebody else to throw to now. At 21, we got Quentin Johnson, the big receiver from TCU, picked up by the Chargers. He's been compared to Larry Fitzgerald. Great pickup. He's got that Larry Fitzgerald body. Uh, he's like probably a little bit faster than Larry, but great pickup for them. At 22, we got Zay Flowers going to the Ravens, the wide receiver out of Boston College. Uh, little Tyreek Hill with better hands. It's going to be interesting in Baltimore with them signing Lamar back. they run running those jet sweeps. You don't know who's going to have the ball. Both of those guys, lightning speed. Good, good pickup for the Ravens. At 23, we had Jay Addison going to the Vikings at wide receiver. Uh, with them letting Thielen go, he, sh- he should be a good replacement. At 24, we got Deontay Banks. New York Giants, cornerback, slash, just luck. Like I said, that's a whole hum pick because until they sign Saquon Barkley, doesn't matter who they get in the draft. At 25, we got Dalton KK, the tight end from Utah, going to the Buffalo Bills. That was a good pickup. Okay, we all the way down to number 26, my Cowboys, Mozzie Smith, out of Michigan the D-tackle. And once again, I don't know why. They made that pick, but it is what it is. Not being down on the young man, but we really don't need a defensive tackle. But, okay, 27, we got uh, Anton Hansen. He's going to the Jags, offensive tackle. They need to protect Sunshine. Okay, at 28, we got Miles Murphy, defensive end, going to the Bengals. At 29, we got Byron Rose, D tackle going to the Saints. At number 30, once again, the Eagles, Nolan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia. Until he he had the ACL tear, uh, he probably would have been top 10 pick, but he's rehabbing. Remember Jalen Smith, how he came back, played with the Cowboys? This guy is better than Jalen Smith. Faster, stronger, he'll knock you out when he hits you. The Philadelphia Eagles now have a Micah Parsons. Be afraid, be very afraid. And at number 31, to round out the first round, we have Felix Azuma, the Chiefs, also a defensive end. The defensive ends got over in this draft, man. It was, it's, it's a bunch of them. I didn't know it was that much of a need for defensive ends in the league, but uh, contrary to what I think, uh, I guess it is. So that's all we have from the draft. Uh, good draft. Uh the, too many. The later rounds went a little slow. I like the way they did the setup this year. I like the people actually doing the uh, draft. Yeah, Greeny, uh, Lewis, Riddick, Booker, McFarland. Uh, they uh, thank God no John Gruden. Uh, none of those other clowns. Was, I like the way they did the draft this year. They did a good job, and they should be commended. Now we're gonna move on to the NBA. It's Friday. I'm not gonna keep you here long today. The NBA. The Bucks got ousted. The number one seed. Went down to the number eight seed. Jimmy Butler played out of his mind, and Giannis didn't rise to the occasion. Now we can give him a little bit of a pass because he was hurt, but I mean, did he didn't rise to the occasion, and neither did his bench. Uh, Chris Middleton's been hurt most of the year, and, and he never. He had a couple of good games, but he never rounded back into the perennial all star that he is. And and Holiday, I mean that's my man. Drew Holiday's been he's been the team pretty much. If you want to pick an MVP for that team this year, it's him. And it's like he he got ghost. He didn't he didn't show up. I don't I don't know what the problem was. And finally, the coach coach Bud, they should have got rid of him two years ago. I'm not calling that ring a fluke, but some of his decisions are questionable. Uh, he's not the best under pressure. I mean, you can see that in the series. Because like I said, it was really, I would thought it was going to be unwatchable until Giannis got hurt. And let me explain something to you Miami fans. Jimmy Butler is not Dwayne Wade. And he knows that. And he knows he caught lightning in a bottle. He doesn't claim to be, I've said millions of times, he's not a franchise guy. But see, the thing about Jimmy, he knows that. He knows that. He plays to his strength. He gives you maximum effort. And I have no problem with that. But these people on there are oh, it's the greatest. System. He's not Wayne Wade on any day. So stop it. Good luck to Jimmy. Great series. Then we got the Kings and the Warriors tonight. And I'm so disappointed in the Kings. Bad decisions by Mike Brown. The hesitation. I mean, I think the Kings are done. Uh, Sabonis need to get a. He should be averaging twenty five in this series. The way they're playing him, playing him. Looney is backing off of him. All he's got to do is make a five foot jump shot. He's sitting there at five feet. He wants to go banging the Looney and get a charge. miss the layup. Just shoot the five footer, man. It's basketball. Smart basketball. And man, Herder for uh, the Kings should never get off the bench again. You need to play Monk and Mitchell as much as you can. Herter can't throw in an ocean at this point. They missed like 20 threes in the last game. But like Herter, like Herter hasn't been good since game one or two when they were hitting threes. He's been good for them during the season, but he's like the Harrison Barnes on their team. Speaking of Harrison Barnes, he needs to stop shooting threes also. That's the reason that the Warriors got rid of you. You couldn't hit threes, and you still can't hit threes. Him and Herter, I'll take Harrison Barnes because he can go inside and get him with the power game when they try to match Draymond up on him. But Herter, he's got to go. And and probably, like I said, you can't let Draymond Green get 20 points. When, Dray, Draymond, when I saw Draymond had like 18, I said, oh, it's over. You let Draymond get 20 points. That's an automatic loss. Automatic loss. I don't know what to expect tonight. I don't expect... Uh, Sacramento to win the game, even though they were the best road road team in the league this year, I don't expect them to win this game. And if the the Warriors come out and lay an egg, that's on them. Because I think if they get them again, the Kings get them again in their building, they're going to send them home. But this has been the best series by far, probably except for the last game. Like, it looks more like real basketball. So... Hopefully it'll be a good game tonight, win or lose. But like I said, I've lost my faith in the Kings. We're gonna see what happens. And then also tonight we got the Lakers against Memphis. The Lakers should win tonight. They're at home, and I guess LeBron's gonna do his thing. He's actually gonna show up because he didn't show up in the last game. Uh, the the Memphis Grizzlies are front runners. Jazz are front runner. Just shut up and play, and you might have a chance. Just shut up and play. And speaking of Memphis, the Memphis coach, he's not the sharpest knife in the, in the drawer either. Some of his rotations are just like, I mean, I know he's playing mix and match with the guys he's got out. But when Dylan Brooks is not hitting the shot, you should have uh, my guy from, from Duke up off the bench quick in a hurry. But you wait and you wait till you're down like 15 before you get him in the game. Come on, man. You got to do better. It should be interesting tonight. I think if uh, Memphis just plays their game, they have a shot. They keep LeBron from out of the paint, they might have a shot. But it's all going to be up to what LeBron does tonight and how the team responds to him. So i still wouldn't pick one or the other, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick the Lakers. Other than that, if you're betting on this, it's a coin toss. Then our West tomorrow, uh, you got Phoenix in Denver. It should be an interesting series also. Aiton's going to have to hit the boards. He's going to have to hit the boards. If the Phoenix Suns can play the the two-time MVP, if they can play him one-on-one, the series will be over quick. It should be over quick. But if they can't, it's probably going to go six or seven. Probably gonna go six or seven. I can't call it right now because I'm not in love with Monty Williams' substitution scheme either. And the fact that, like, like I said, he still got those two killers on the bench: Terrence Ross, a walking bucket, and T.J. Warren, who dropped fifty on Paul George. Why are they still on the bench? I, I don't get it. And uh, Katie's gonna—I think Katie's gonna have to step out the stairs and be the slim, slim reaper, easy money sniper. The Ranchler, to the thing, Jamal Murray's locking Book down. And like I said, I don't think, I don't think that uh Phoenix could, could win a championship with Kevin Durant being a second fiddle. Yeah, I know he's up in there and there in age, but he is the he is the franchise. Doesn't matter what franchise he goes to, he is the franchise. It could be Book's team. It was Steph's team. He is the franchise. And these guys looking straight at him and then shooting the ball—that has to stop. Money need to pull him aside, or maybe he needs to go over and tap him on the shoulder, like he said in the interview, and say, "I'm Kevin Durant. You know me, right?" He might need to do that. We'll see. Looking forward to it. Like I said, happy Friday, everybody. Once again, congratulations to all the um, draftees. Uh, on a sentimental note, I want to uh, wish happy b- birthday. To my aunt, Dorothy Plummer, she passed away last year. She would have been 83 years old today. Miss you. Love you. And as always, it's your boy OG and I'm O-U-T.